When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Okay, we got so many things out, but very quickly, listening to Chris's open right there, can I just give a, a quick little shout-out real, real real, fast? Sure, do your thing. Dude, Trudell just dropping in to do play-by-play like that is extraordinary. That, that he can just, because sideline reporter is one gig. Play-by-play guy is a very, very, very different gig. That he just slid over there and did that and sounded that good? Good on Mike Trudell. That's no, fantastic. It was, a, it, was, it was a fantastic call. It was. Uh, you know, obviously in the moment he jumps in and uh, Billy Mack, who, uh, Bill McDonald, who was out for Spectrum. So this is all part of the health and safety Did. protocols. And yeah. it's not just, you know, players, it's personnel. Lakers, Fisdale was out yesterday on top of uh, Phil Handy was out on top of, you know, some of the, some of the other coaches or some of the other players. And so John moves to the TV broadcast. Yep. He's fantastic with Stu Lance. For sure. And like you just mentioned, here comes Mike Trudell. And Trudell, uh, really, really cool game to call. Yes. And you could just hear it in his voice, the excitement. Kind of like we were ref- referring to, you kind of you could tell in his voice that for Austin Reeves, he was excited was for him as, every, as everybody else. It was really, really exciting for Austin Reeves to make yep. that shot, to make five out of six, to hit the game winner, to be in the game for that mm-hmm. matter. Just mm-hmm. It was a great night for him. The Lakers. You know, nice to win, nice to get three in a row, all those things, but there are still a whole lot of issues there. I, I want to go back to something we were talking about before the last break. Have you ever tried to put chains on your car? Have you ever tried to do that? I'm kind of a uh, – <laughs> I'm basically a mechanic. You know, uh-huh. like you could call me that. Um, you just pop open the hood, and I'll take care of everything. <laughs> there are not too many things that I can do, Trav, when it comes – like if you said, hey, Al um, – are you familiar with, like, electrical stuff? No, I'm not. Um, okay, hey, how about uh, just something? Can you just take this screw out? Yeah, I'll call a contractor. Just give me a, give me a few minutes or so. What is it about chains? Explain uh-huh. to me about chains. And I'm a big fan of, you know, Big Bear, Idlewild, Lake yeah. Arrowhead. Like, there's some beautiful places within a couple hours of L.A. <laughs> what is it about those things? Because the first time that I bought chains, I remember just having this thing, and I'm like, like oh. Box. What do I do? I just put this in the car, and now that it's in the car, as long as it, it's in the trunk, the tires are fine now. The tires are all good. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I have no idea. I'm the first guy. You ever try to go up to a mountain after it snows? Yeah. And there's just everybody's got pull over. Chains are required. Chains, and, and they got those guys there. Forty bucks to pop. I'm the first one. Hey, Wait, you want fifty? You just tell me four, the amount. It could be four hundred, and I'm paying it. Because I've tried to do it, and it it may be I'd have a better chance of performing mm-hmm. brain surgery than I would putting the chains on that car. It is the most difficult thing that I've ever tried to do, and it, and not the least bit frustrating either. You feel super manly and competent after attempting to oh, do yeah. something like oh, yeah. that. You just you, you don't want to. I put it to you this way: mm-hmm. and I, if I see the chains required sign go on, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm looking around. for a yeah, Chevy dealership. To go buy a Tahoe. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing this. I-, I would rather go buy a new truck than I would try to put those chains on my car. It's impossible to do. I would think of like, okay, is there another option without tires? Like, what's the other option? <laughs> 
The cross-country well, skiing. How about this? <laughs> how about this? Do trip, does AAA tow me? My car is fine, but do they tow me to the destination up in the mountains? Like, Can we work on something else other than just putting chains on the tires? <laughs> it's Everything's too easy. What right? is so every any, other part? What, what, do, what do places that snow all the time? What, just everything's four-wheel drive? What that, the hell that, happens? That, that, that falls into the NMP category. I, I don't know. I don't care. Emily, you cross your fingers and you hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no. I, I, was, I was talking to Travis about how I have literally the worst tire like look in the entire world. I tried uh-huh. to buy all-purpose tires or like all like weather tires last year, and immediately one of my tires went flat. Like I bought, <laughs> I spent like eight hundred dollars on these tires, got four oh. of them, and one immediately goes flat and i'm like what the heck is i have you i have driving probably- through construction sites like what do you it's why do you get so many flat tires <laughs> i don't know it's also a lot of salt on the road probably adds to it but no when you uh when you have a, a place that has a lot of snow especially if i i worked shifts where i would like end really late at night and they hadn't gotten the plows out yet uh it's kind of like you cross your fingers hope and pray What's this plow that you're talking about? I, I lived in Arizona and Southern California. I don't, I don't know what a well, plow I, is. Well, I'll tell you this: if I put chains on my tires, if that, if that happens within the next, you know, this winter, they're not coming off till summer because I just need them to wear off. Like it just Driving over the time, beach. they'll break. <laughs> Fourth like of July picnic. Here comes Al with the chains on his car. Why is he only have two on while the other two broke? So just naturally over time, life has taken its course. Like, oh, my goodness. No, look, everything's too easy now. It's like you said, I'll just call a guy. I'll call a guy. I don't know how to do anything. I, yeah. Literally, like you said, if if the most basic thing But that's thing not the reason breaks, why. It's not, yes, it it's, is. It's too easy to get a guy. It's 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 way too easy. You need to hang something, right? Ah, just get the guy in here. Have him hang ten things. He's here an hour. It's done. It's not the I reason. I have to do it. What it's not is the it the reason? Then? I'll tell you the reason. Because if I can't, if somebody's not there to put chains on my tires, then I'm just gonna go on YouTube and see the snow. I'm just gonna. I'm just not going up there. It's just not gonna happen. If you think I'm gonna figure it out, I, I just don't know if it's gonna happen, man. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. What the hell is wrong with us? It's freaking, there's a manual there too. It says step by step, and I oh, I get on, to man. step I get to step two. Like you just lay out, you know? They say oh, yeah, just lay out, and then you know, the car just kind of like back it. I'm, I I can't even get that far. Can't you know even who get should far. make the instructions for everything? Because you could you, you can give me the instruction, man. I can't do it. It doesn't matter. I can't put it together. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. The only directions that make sense and work every single time, mm-hmm. Lego. If Le- if Lego put together the instruction on how to put chains on your car or hang something in your we house, might have or a chance. Re- I we might, might have, have a chance. chance. Like one brick goes right here. Okay, nail it in. Next brick goes right here. I don't okay. need those dotted lines with the screws yeah. and the three dimensional diagrams and part A and the slot B. I don't get out of here with that. Everything too. Like oh, by the way, if you want to learn anything, you can literally go on YouTube. If I if I go on YouTube, how do you make this? Somebody's going to be there and just go like step by step or how do I fix this? Somebody's going to be there and be able to as best as they can, right? But it's always funny because anytime you try to do something like that, I'm I'm 30 seconds in, I'm already rewinding. Like they, you know what I mean? So I'm a minute in, I'm a minute in, I got to go back to the beginning nope. where the guy is just introducing himself. Okay, I need the name again. Let's start over. No, because the very first step is, one. hey, you need to have your flugel blinder um, yep. waxed and oiled. I'm like, well, uh-huh. I don't have wax, oil, yep. or a flugel blinder. I'm turning How am I off supposed my, to do this? I just turn off my computer at that point. <laughs> Yeah, I did. the guy opens up his tool chest. It looks like a Home Depot. It's like I don't have these things. I don't know how to do 
any of this. All right, let's get into the uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs tonight. We'll, we'll talk about the Chargers are kind of right on the edge, Slee. They have a chance to be in a great position, or they have a chance to be in the Chargers position. We'll do that next. It's Travis and Slee with 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We have had really good prizes, and everybody that's got a prize should be very happy that you got one because they're awesome. But I am excited about. to see if somebody can get their hands on those Lakers and Nets tickets. That I want to go to that. I'm je- whoever gets that, I'm jealous of because I would like to be at that game. I'll be there. So, you know, it is no, what it is. I, it is what it is. Can I tell you something? Yeah. When I was watching the game last night, you and I were texting a little bit. But I, I wanted double overtime. I wanted uh-huh. triple. I just wanted I wanted that thing to go deeper and deeper into the night for you. You know what's funny? It is, it is very frustrating watching Lakers basketball this year because they're playing games like this where – yeah, you know, look, they're lucky to go to overtime last yeah. night, right? Like it wasn't one of those where you were glad they went to overtime because you want me working an extra half hour. I appreciate that. That's cold-blooded. But put that to the side for a second. They needed to go to overtime to get a W. It's like it's, yeah. it's so crazy to watch. They were lucky to get there, right? That's what I mean, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. By the way, that was a nice little upfake from Ellington to get that guy to fly by him before he knocked down that three because you have to know the clock, right? I thought he was going to grab it and just go. That's what usually was, happens. They rush. For sure, for sure. Right? They rush and he got a little upfake and right by him, and he knocked down a big shot. Good good win for the Lakers. Great night for Austin Reeves. But Lakers, the, the Lakers a lot of work problems, to do. A lot the, the problems of work that to do. existed before the game, are still there right now. Yeah. Let's go to uh, the Chargers real quick. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. So, Chiefs Kind of an exciting game tonight. here. Really good game. A, a really good game. The Chiefs have figured it out. They're the Chiefs again, right? They, mm-hmm. they, them. How funny is this, man? Mm-hmm. The Chiefs and the Patriots. Here we go again. <laughs> the two teams that felt like we've seen for the last four or five years, they're the two teams near the top. Uh, Buffalo's supposed to be there now, not so fast. The Chargers kind of popped up for a minute. We'll see whether they can get back there. But we're kind of right back where we started, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, listen, the 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 surprise, uh, for me personally, okay, I, I'm surprised that the Chargers, you look at the standings right now, uh, they're in an inter- interesting spot here. They're 8-5. and five. Mm-hmm. They got a chance if they win tonight against Kansas City, they'll have won both games against the Chiefs. The game's obviously at SoFi. You expect a big contingency of Chiefs fans there. And I'm, and I'm sure for a game like this, nationally televised, I'm sure there'll be a lot of Charger fans as well. Like th- this, is a, this is a really cool game to be a part of at SoFi, uh, nationally televised game. Just a few nights ago, you had the Rams playing in Arizona. That was you know a fantastic kind of environment for L.A., L.A. on the national, on the national stage. But Chargers, this is my experience with the Chargers. My experience is this. It's a big game. It's a big-time moment. It's a chance to go atop the division and have this, you know, two games against the, Chief under your, uh, against the Chiefs under your belt. Chiefs have won, what, five, six games in a row, something like I think six games in a row. Yep. And the Chargers, this is the perfect moment where they don't win this game. 
They just don't. That's not how it works. That the organization has done it enough times. They've been in predicaments like this where when it's big-time games like this, you don't expect them to win. So maybe part of this, Trav, is you got nothing to lose if you're the Chargers, right? Like you're, you're kind of – I don't want to call it house money, but I don't think a lot of people are expecting the Chargers to win this game. I, well, I don't think I, – I just kind of – it's – the bigger story would be the Chargers won rather than the Chiefs won. I think that's the, the, the simple way to put it. I, I think that would be true had the Chargers not beat them up earlier in the season. You know, they, they, they beat them in Kansas City, and I get it. Kansas City was in a weird funk at that point. They were turning the ball over a ton. They were doing weird things. But the Chargers, remember, we were giving the Chargers all sorts of credit, the yep. Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley for going for it on fourth down, all the things that they, they did. They didn't want to give the ball back to, right. to Patrick Mahomes. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, every, every decision that they made there seemed to work out their way. I, I think the Chargers have a really good chance of winning this. I think the Chargers are good. I, I don't have the scar tissue that you have from them. I, I just I have not been a Charger fan at any point in my life, but Justin Herbert is really good. They have skill players that are they they have the most important things that you need in, in a football team. Here, go go down the list. We we talked about this a few minutes ago with Urban Meyer getting blown out in Jacksonville. Your yep. head coach has to be functional. Brandon Staley, by all accounts, seems to be highly functional. Sure, sure. Okay, they clearly have a quarterback that is very very good in Justin mm-hmm. Herbert. He's he's going to be a quarterback in this league and a very good one for a very long time. By, by the way, cool story, just that matchup, right? Just just that matchup yeah, alone, the two absolutely. quarterbacks. The, it's these, great. Usually your quarterbacks are the face of your franchise, and you got these two uh, no doubt. elite, elite quarterbacks going at it at national television, but keep going. Go to, go to the other side of the ball. You need mm-hmm. to have somebody that can get to the quarterback. Well, they got Bosa. Bosa's mm-hmm. about as good at that as anybody else in the entire league. He's fantastic. Go to playmakers. You've got playmakers on the Chargers, whether it's Eckler, whether it's the wide. You've got guys that can make plays. You have options. You have the one thing that you don't have in the Chargers is somebody that you can count on to make kicks. That's been their Achilles heel for ever and ever and ever, and it probably always will be. But they're good. But it, it's not unlike the Rams that we've talked about. It, it's different, but it's similar. And here's what mm-hmm, I mean. Mm-hmm. The Rams beat the Arizona Cardinals under some bizarre circumstances on Monday night, and we were super fired up. Matt Stafford looked great. Aaron Donald's great. And we, we rode the wave for a day or two. Well, pretty quickly went back to, yeah, but you still got you, you to go to the Super Bowl. If you didn't go to the Super Bowl, it's kind of a waste. It just As good as it was, we went right back to it. The Chargers don't have a Super Bowl or bust thing hanging around their neck the way that the Rams do, but they do have a – dude, show me in the playoffs because I don't – you, you can show me on a random Thursday night against the Chiefs. If the Chargers win tonight, Al, let me ask you this. Okay. Who wins the AFC West? If the Chargers win tonight, take a, 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 they'll be tied with the Chiefs, but they'll have the tiebreaker in hand. Who wins the AFC West? So they would have three more games three left. Three games left. Houston – Denver and Vegas. Mm-hmm. So the only home game would be Denver, which is a tough game. Mm-hmm. At uh, at the Raiders would be a tough game as well. We'll see if you know where where the Raiders are at that point. Um, Houston's terrible. You, you're still gonna. You still think the Chiefs probably win it? <laughs> right. But but I can agree. I say? But can I say something? You, you're right about that. You're not wrong on anything that you just mentioned. But I think this is – if the Chargers won tonight's game, I would think different of the Chargers. I would because I, I go back to that moment like I'm talking about. These are the type of games that the Chargers would lose. Listen, come postseason, you're right. Um, they could lose in the first round. That can happen. Or they could go out and – that's kind of the funny thing about the Chargers. They can win 41-27 to or they could lose 27-13. to You know, that that's kind sure. of – 
kind of how their season has gone. But I think under this stage, how good the Chiefs have been playing, the fact that the Chargers beat the Chiefs earlier, what's at stake in the division, the fact that one team is going to go 2-0 and or they're going to tie each other up at one apiece. Again, I, I, I know what the Chiefs have done in recent memory, and I know Bingo. what they're capable of. The Chargers, it's always a, I'm not sure what the Chargers are going to do. So if they did find a way to win this game, I, I would certainly look at the Chargers differently than I'm, than I'm looking at them you know, this morning or this afternoon. Speaking of not being sure, did you see uh, what Kurt Warner said about Matthew Stafford? It, it, he, yeah, I did uh, see it. I, I want to read you a quote. Yeah. Uh, As always, it's going to come down to consistency at quarterback, and I'm still kind of holding my breath with the Rams. I'm worried about who Matthew Stafford is going to be in playoffs. We've seen him play really well at times, like Monday night, but we've also seen him make some brutal mistakes that keep his team from winning. And when the playoffs come, we don't know which Matthew Stafford we're going to get. So my question is, who are we going to get come playoff time? We've seen both in Detroit. We saw him win some games because he's Matthew Stafford. We saw them lose some games because he's Matthew Stafford. When he gets into the playoffs this time, if things aren't going great, a lot of times in the playoffs they aren't, who will show up? Yep. I got no problem with anything he said. Yep, that I sounds got about no right. Problem. You know, Trap, you know what's funny? Early on in the season, remember when they got off to a good start and, you know, we, we were talking about, uh, listen, you, you got caught up in the wave, as you should. Man, look how good Stafford looks here. There was this, guy, this guy's got a chance to win MVP. And I, I remember saying that, you know, it's 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 really is kind of remarkable. Okay, he just jumps in, look at the squad. Obviously, he's, it looks like they've been playing together a lot. His his connection with Cooper Cup, these guys have been playing together for five, six years. But I think with all that being said, we'd always have this caveat of, yeah, but really, at the end of the day, no matter what he accomplishes in the regular season, no matter what happens, if you got a playoff game and it's in Lambeau and you threw two picks and you're Matt Stafford, everybody's going to sit back and say, well, what'd you expect? This yeah. is the same guy that couldn't get the line. You know, fair or not, but that's that's how he's going to be judged. He's got not going to be judged um, around anything in the regular season. If you have the best record in the NFL in the regular season, but you lose in the playoffs, or you just squeak in to get to the postseason and you run the table and you get to the Super Bowl, that's the only way that he's going to be judged. So I, I kind of I look at what Kurt Warner said. I, I don't really have any hesitation to disagree with him. It's kind of weird, isn't it? There, you reach you reach a point in your career if you're a really good player where we start to not care how good of a player you are. <laughs> That we start to evaluate you in a very different way. That when you reach the point that Matt, where he's gone to Pro Bowls, he's won a bunch of games, he's thrown for a billion yards, a billion touchdowns, et cetera, et cetera. It's yeah, th- that's great. We know you can do that, but can you do this? Mm. And 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 until we see him do the other thing, it's always he he could not have been any better than he was on Monday night. He was mm-hmm. extraordinary, just extraordinary. Passes that, on the money. <laughs> The decision making, the throws, the the, the game management, emotionally, every, every, he was he was a ten out of ten, and we all kind of went, yeah, we know he's really good. Who are you going to beat in January? It just immediately, and we only do that to great players, right? We we only do that to guys that have had really successful careers as far as statistics go. Because put put it to you this way, Al, we're not doing that to Justin Herbert yet. But if the Chargers do what the Chargers do for another four or five years, which is mm-hmm. he puts up some games where you're like, oh, my God, that guy might be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Do you see how he brought them back from a two-touchdown deficit? And eventually we're going to be like, yeah, that, we get it. He's really good, but are you going to do anything in the playoffs? And that's kind of where Matthew Stafford, he's Justin Herbert. He's just further down the road. 
You need to show me the next thing because I know you can do this, but can you do that? And nobody knows, including Kurt Warner. So a couple things come into play here. Number one, when he was with the Rams, or I'm sorry, when he was with the Lions, okay, nobody's really having that expectation or conversation. The thing is he came to a squad where the expectation is you're supposed to be competing for a Super Bowl. So that's why the conversation is there. That's number one. The second thing is um, Aaron Rodgers has already done it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady obviously has already done it. Patrick Mahomes has already done it. You still Ben Roethlisberger has already. You still sometimes hey, Lamar Jackson. Can you do it in the playoffs? Oh, How does it look category, in the postseason? Sure. Right. Yeah. So I think that it's also the have you had success in the postseason or not? Obviously Stafford falls into that category where he has not. Did you see the uh, picture of Sedano's glass of wine that he posted last night? Uh, was that a glass or was that a <laughs> a tumbler? <laughs> That's a fantastic pour. <laughs> so it brings the question. A little bit more in your glass, a little bit more in the check. That's next. Factor Cap. It's Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, guys. What is going on? Uh, I got my first one up today. It's going to be, I was going to buy concert tickets. And so I was considering where I wanted to be, whether I wanted to try to be up near the front or if I wanted to get a seat that I knew I had a secure seat. So you prefer to have a seat rather than general admission at a concert or a sporting event. Alan, is this factor cap? Okay, so my knee jerk reaction is just give me a seat. I want to know it's row Q and uh, seat 14. Right? That's the initial reaction. But if, if you ask me some of my favorite concerts I've ever been to, the best environment of a sporting event I've ever been to, um, you know, it could be a student section at San Diego State during a basketball game, right, when they were ranked in the top 25. And there is no seating. They're bleacher seats, right? At uh, a concert, it could be that you're on the floor. You're, you know, whether it's, uh, I think I've told you this story before, Rage Against Machine performed at the Coliseum years back. I don't know, yep. it's eight years, nine years back. Uh, I was ready to. Uh, I was ready to go to jail that night. You know, this is this is how it works. Okay, this is this is how life is when you're in this type of environment and there's that type of energy. You don't really always get that from your general admission or from your seat ticket that's in this specific area. And the person next to you, please sit down. Please, sit. you're you're getting it a little too loud. So I think there's something about the environment that's different for general admission. How old were you when you went to the Rage concert? Um, let's say seven, eight years ago, I'd say early thirties. Okay. So 
I think the answer to this question is like, hey, time- six to eight months in the in, in the <laughs> in, in Corcoran. <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I mean? Six to eight months. You're out in eight months. You're right. fine. It, it, it's an age thing. For for me, it's it's a fact because when tw- twenty year old Trav, fine. Let's just go. Let's let's just go and get me in, and we'll figure it out from there. I don't care if I got to be wedged in with a bunch of other people. I don't care if somebody chases me out of their seat. I don't. I'm not embarrassed by it. I'll try to grab your seat. You show up. I think you're in my seat. I'll go. Oh yeah, you're right, and I'll move on to it. I don't care. Now, uh, I, I I I need the seat. I need to know where it is. It needs to be decent. It doesn't have to be great, but it needs to be decent. And I need to know, like you said, I'll row queue seat 14. Okay. I need to know exactly where I'm going to be now. But before, just get me in the building. Get me a get in, and we'll go in there, and we'll go wild. But right now, no, I got to have it. So, so, Trav, there's something also, too, about when you go to a suite. When you're in, it, a lot of this just depends. If I'm going to a sporting event, where this is my squad, I get yeah. nervous. You know, like I'm, I want to focus in on the game. I want to pay attention. Um, remember back in the days, we, we'd have this conversation. So um, when I was on the business side, you have a suite. You're taking clients to games, this sure. and that. Well, the Lakers could be playing the Boston Celtics, and I'm incredibly interested in the game, but the suite environment doesn't allow you to focus on the game. You're yeah. – you know, you're kind of walking around people. It's almost like you feel like you're almost in a kind of a living room type of environment. I, it just it just depends on the event too. A it, lot of it, it depends it, on the event. It absolutely does. And at the risk of sounding super bougie, I would much rather be in a seat than in a suite because of all the things that you said. I get distracted socializing. In a, in a suite, you get so 100%. caught up in 100%. talking with the people and eating mm-hmm. the food and staring yeah. at the TV that you stop watching the game. You're like saying to yourself, okay, well, I already count. Last time I went, there's six hot dogs left. So if I don't go now, is <laughs> this guy hurry. next to me? Is he going up for a hot dog? How many wings do we have over there? Uh, I'm with you on all that. I'm with you. All right. So we mentioned this in the tease. Uh, you guys saw Sedano's quite large uh wine glass last night and it was also he was uh on a flight and Loki definitely was first class i was like that's like a little flex on uh, on sedano there i don't Good i don't fall him. on the sedano budget it's but right it's all good. Do it. <laughs> and so uh what i thought of was if a waitress or a waiter gives you a large pour they deserve a large tip travis is factor cap it's cap here's why I'm not letting one guy that goes a little heavy-handed with the wine determine the the tip. I, I am a good tipper, I think. I, I start at 20% and I'm going up, right? You you'd have to basically slap me to get me to go below 20%. I'm not I'm not doing it. I will go up from 20 based on how it is, but I want the whole thing, right? I, if you if you're supposed to give me six ounces of wine and you give me eight, that's nice. Thank you. I'll take it. But if you're late, the food's cold, if you're rude, if all of these other things, I'm not going give to give it to you just because you gave me a little extra vino. I need I need the whole package, Al. I need good service. And if yeah. you want to throw in another ounce or two or wine, I'll take that too. Yeah, it's facts for me. I'm a sucker, bro. You don't have to do much. You just do a little something. Um, you know, the, the greatest thing is when they're pouring you a glass of wine and they're getting towards the end of the bottle. And they're I like, do like are that. We really, <laughs> are we really going to save the? Eh, give it to this guy, and they just pour it all in there. It's like, okay, you know what? I got lucky. This only happens to one of every four tables. I was <laughs> right, one of the tables, right? right? So I, I kind of capitalize on that one. Uh, but there's an appreciation towards it because, you know, a lot of times, okay, I know everybody's running a business, so you're really smart with how you do certain things. I think what's the biggest markup, I think, is in alcohol, right? If in dessert. Most of these places. Uh, is that is that right? Dessert yes. as well? Yes. That's comedy. I, I never even thought about that. Okay, yes. so from the alcohol perspective, 
you know, you gotta like, they're just in there when they're measuring every little thing, and it's like, okay, like I'll I'll get a glass of bourbon. It's like, all right, there's 14 bucks, and I'm like, all right, can, you don't, it's okay, you don't have to measure every little possible <laughs> yeah, you've fluid ounce. Me. You've already gotten your. You're winning. Your, yeah, absolutely. Remember that game where the Lakers, uh, where they they're playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I forget the dude's name that stole the ball. The game was already over, and yeah. he dunked, and Westbrook got mad. Right. That was me at the bar. I'm like, <laughs> you already won the game. The game's over. Just give me a little something here. But I do appreciate it when I see it, so oh, definitely sure. an extra tip. Very quickly, I'm just, I, I, I need to run through the Slee and Lady Slee dynamic if it's anything like myself and my wife. So you go to a restaurant, and the waiter yep. comes by and says, can I get you guys a drink, something from the bar, maybe a glass of wine? And Susan will say, yeah, I'll take a, a, a glass of uh, Pinot. Oh, that sounds good. I'll have that, too. And the waiter says to you, hey, you got two glasses. You know, if you're going to get a third, you might as well get the bottle, right? Have you ever said no to that in your entire life? It is the, I am the easiest mark in the world on, hey, listen, two glasses is 28 bucks. If you know the bottle's only 36, yep, bring the bottle. Let's go. Let's go. I love that. I do it every single time. Okay, I don't do it, and I'll tell you why. I'm good with a glass of wine. Like, yeah. I would rather have – like, if, if you said – if I could start off, here's the perfect. Bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> let, let me let me have let me have some bourbon. Let that be the first one, and then I'll have my glass of wine with dinner. That's, like, the perfect combination right there for me. So, I don't need a bottle, uh, and I'm sure that, you know, by the time you're having Goldschlager, you're having <laughs> – No. You're doing, you're doing the whole thing. martini, bottle of wine. That's the way that it goes. In That's the, good. The That's good household. right there. All right, so there's a big crop of both gangster films and westerns in this time of year and uh, for the award season. So, westerns are better than gangster movies. Alan, is this Factor Cap? Um, for me, this is very, very easy. It's, uh, it's Cap. Some of my favorite movies of all time are gangster movies. Uh, you know, we were trying to... Remember when we were trying to sell uh, Funches to watch uh, a movie that is pretty well known. It's called The Godfather um, it's one of the greatest movies of all time, and it felt like we were trying to tell him, "Hey, do you mind putting chains on our on our tires?" It was <laughs> is, is the equivalent, right? Is the equivalent hey, go, of go that. Go see Sing too, Funch. It's one of the all timers. I'm not a big western. Um, I'm not a bit. I'm not big on westerns, but every time I do see one and it's really good, I'm like, "Damn, this is awesome!" Like, they, you know, there the few that stand out, but I, I just say that because gangster movies are my favorite. Some of the yeah. greatest movies of all time for me are gangsters. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, I, I like gangster movies. I like westerns. I, as far as I can tell, you basically, what your answer, Al, was just you prefer the city over the desert. Because they're exactly the same movie. <laughs> they're, they're, they're exactly the same tope, genre, right? Mm -hmm. One is just cowboy hats and rifles on horses. The other one is... Tommy guns in the city on, in cars. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. the same movie. It's just which setting do you prefer? I like them both. So I, I, what is it? Westerns are better. Sure, fact and cap because they're both great. They're both exactly the same. It's just you want it in the desert or do you want it in Chicago? You can't lose. Basically, you can't Absolutely. lose is what you're trying to say. Absolutely. You know the best combination of the two of them? Breaking Bad. It's essentially both, both a gangster and a western. So if great if show. you're interested in both, then that's a, a great place to start. Great. Show. So. Last one, you are a baseball cap guy over a beanie guy. Travis is factor cap. Fact, 93.5% of the time. I, I, I wear a baseball cap a lot, right? Mm -hmm. That Really, the only time I don't have one on yeah. is if I'm coming to work. That, that, that's kind of the only time I don't have one on. The exception being, 
if I'm going somewhere cold, like li- not L.A. cold, but cold, cold, then I need something to go over my ears. I, I need something that's going to keep my head actually warm and not just disguise my baldness. So, yeah, I, I am a baseball cap almost every time. No, when you got hair like me, you hate to cover. You hate <laughs> to cover it. You know what I mean? You want you want people to see just the beauty up top. Um, it's kind of it's funny. I think this has to do with our environment more than anything else. Like if you ask somebody who lives in New York City, sure. Uh, I, I don't know if they're you know throwing on a Yankees hat over a beanie when it's seven degrees outside <laughs> and the snow is going sideways. I think for us, it's the mere fact that we have we got good weather, so you can just throw a hat on at any time. But I'm with you that, you know, a hat is my go-to, no question about it. But, damn, there is nothing better than a beanie in the right environment. I think this has more to do with where, you know, our weather. The other thing is, too, that the the baseball cap here, it's functional. It keeps the sun out of your face, Mm -hmm. right? It's not just a fashion accessory or or something so you don't have to comb your hair. It's so you don't have to go blind staring into the sun half the day. It is a functional piece of uh, chapeau as well. I just wanted to say the word chapeau. It's basically all uh, use it one more time. Use it and one crepe. more time before the what show about ends. Toke, right? That's that's what they call them in Canada when they're not hoarding their maple syrup. Uh-huh. The beanie is called a, or maybe it's toque. I think you say it toque. I have a Canadian friend. He tries that one to doesn't sound as bougie. What's that toque? Toque. You doesn't go out on the pond and eat your maple syrup and put on your toque. I, I don't know. I've only been to. Uh, <laughs> Niagara Falls. That's my experience with being in Canada. I don't. I don't have a lot. All right. So early recruiting day in college football yesterday. Yep. Um, USC, not a good day. Big deal or not? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Seattle, I figure, I think Andrew was playing uh, a, a little bit of game theory on us right there, that he was thinking that we've given away a lot of Jimmy Kimmel Bowl tickets yep. uh, in the last day or two. And so he's thinking, I'm going to go I'm gonna go away. Change it up a little Lee. bit. I'm going to go Mason yep. in Ireland. And he got the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. I, well, let, let me, you know, I'll say this. Uh, if you have been to SoFi, that's a pretty oof. damn cool time to go. Um, Great time. Especially because, you know, it's, it's going to be different. It's not going to be an NFL game. But you'll, I think you had a chance to kind of soak in the actual stadium. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, there's so many, obviously, distractions when you're there. Obviously, you got a, a big game coming up or whatever the case is. So I think this will be uh, this will be good. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. So yesterday. Just park at Target. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all I'm throwing yeah, out there. That's the only yeah, advice I have. It, it, good advice. You're not wrong. The mm-hmm. the better advice, or maybe not better, but additional. Let me put it that way. Additional advice. Don't be in a rush. <laughs> give yourself time to get in. Give yourself time to get out. If you if you if you're trying to squeeze it in, you're going to be a little frustrated. Just give I yourself completely disagree. Time. Get frustrated. Honk the horn a lot. <laughs> put your windows down so you can put a you know one arm out there to make some type of gesture. Yell out the window. Do everything. Uh-huh. Get in the L.A. holiday mood. Did you just go to a rage concert during the break to get you all fired up again to start fights in the parking lot? Six. Day, I had convinced myself halfway through the concert. This is part of. This is a chapter of your life. Going to the can for six to eight months. That's all. That's, that, <laughs> Think that's what I convinced myself. <laughs> that you'd come out with stories for months. <laughs> yeah, and then there was this one guy in the calf. He came at me with a sharpened toothbrush, and I split his head okay, with but my this tray is, of This potatoes. is what I don't understand. Why can't I do Lakers talk from inside? It's once a week. <laughs> 
I still think I could get the content in. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so yesterday, uh, first day of early signing period for college football, Yep. SEC kicked everybody's butt. They just they just went. Just, I'm going to give you some numbers here real quick, Al. Mm-hmm. Um, five-star guys, blue-chip guys. The SEC signed 123 of them yesterday. Mm-hmm. 123. It's a lot. The Big Ten was next. They had 72. Okay, so they had roughly 50 fewer than the SEC. Mm-hmm. Want to take a stab at how many the Pac-12 got? So I know the number, and I think you know comparing anything to the SEC is not a good comparison. But I think <laughs> comparing it, like you said, to the Big Ten or some yep. of these other conferences, they were forty behind the Big Ten. Yeah, thirty-two. They got thirty-two of these players, mm-hmm. um, and SC really was pretty quiet yesterday. And I think it's okay. I think we're we're gonna see how this shakes out. Just to give you an idea of where SC ranks right now, Lincoln Riley's job is in jeopardy. <laughs> here's here's who's ahead of USC as far as ranking recruiting classes as we sit here today on December sixteenth. It's not done. It's very fluid. Things change, yep. but as we sit here, and but let's be honest, most of the guys that are gonna go places did it yesterday. Not everybody, but most mm-hmm. teams ahead of USC, Toledo. Teams ahead of USC, East Carolina. Teams ahead of USC, Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. Not Arkansas, not the Razorbacks, mm-hmm. Arkansas State. Now, <laughs> at a glance, it's like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. uh-oh. But I really think you need to kind of take the whole picture into perspective. He just got there. He's mm-hmm. not done yet. He's going to get some momentum. He's going to start to grow roots in the area, and it's going to turn pretty quickly. But to expect him to take the job, what was it, two and a half, three weeks ago, and then signing day, boom, just flip it on its head, it wasn't going to go like that. This is going to take some time. But it does just it, it's a good illustration of just how far – They've sure. fallen behind in yep. the last ten years or so. They're just they're just nowhere to be found. So the the interesting about this interesting thing about this, I'm with you. You know, and you sent me the story to read. Great article about the Pac-12 in the Mercury News, and it breaks down everything, Trav. That you know you, you mentioned right there. Um, when I initially you know kind of started reading it, so I'm like, damn, this is awful for USC. Mm-hmm. Geez, the Pac-12 is getting owned, and, and that's fair. Like those are all accurate. But it sounds like, too, that over time, um, I think they're going to rely a lot more on transfers. They're going to rely a lot more on – and there was – you know, the article did mention uh, USC is expected to sign number one player in California, yep. a five-star cornerback. They already have the number two player in the state, a tailback, and they could land the number six player, um, a receiver. So it's not that they're not going to have any talent, but I sure. think what you just mentioned right there, you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. And there are a lot of other – uh, schools out there and universities that just have such a uh, such a head start on um, you know what Lincoln Riley is going to the effect that he's going to try to have here for USC. It might take a second, but I think you could see whatever gap that is, it will start closing in over time. Uh, yesterday, obviously not the best indication, but give it some time. We'll see what happens. The three most prestigious Pac-12 schools, as far as a football perspective, go right. The the three biggest brands in the conference are USC, Oregon, and Washington. Those are the those are the three teams that have either won national championships or played for them. Okay, those are the three. They all have brand new coaches. 
Mm-hmm. They, all, they all had a new coach in the last couple of weeks. So, you, you know, you're always going to go as the top of your conference goes and the top of their con- – I know Utah is the conference champ, and they, they do it differently. They're not shooting for those five-star kids. They're getting threes and fours and coaching those kids up. Hmm. That's, that's the way that, that – And that's their strength, that's right? Like they, they're playing to their strength. Yep. And it works for them. But Oregon, SC, and Washington, these are the schools that are, are hunting for five-star kids. And they all have brand new coaches and brand new players. It's, it's going to take some time. I mean, Oregon didn't even hire a coach until the middle of last week. How are you supposed to recruit a kid if he doesn't even know he's going to come play for? It? It's just a it's a totally but, totally but it different do, dynamic. It, it does say something when you say SEC signed 123. <laughs> it's a lot. The Big Ten 50 plus behind. Pac 12 90 plus behind. I mean, that's that's insane. That's crazy. And then the number two overall recruit in the country went to Jackson State to play for Dion. Welcome. How about that? That's wild. It's wild. By the way, I love uh-huh. it. I love it. It's, I'm so glad. Oh, shake the, it up. The, 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 Absolutely shake it up. There's mm-hmm. going to be some bad stuff that comes out of all this. There, there, you can't have good without the bad, but I love that these players, these these young athletes, are able to get some of the action. That For so long, it has been such an inequitable system that they're able to kind of say, you know what? You want me to come here? Well, wh- what do you have for me? And it's not just, well, you can go to English. Yeah, but you're making $9 million a year. Why do I get to go to English for free? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible trade. Mm-hmm. If you're on the golf team, it's a good trade. If you're on the football team at Alabama, it's packing it's in 90,000 people. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a bad deal. All right. Two things that are opposite can be true at the exact same time. That's what happened last night in Dallas. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.